1: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: McCulley Roofing and Renovations, if you took some storm damage to your roof over the summer, which I'm sure a lot of you did, uh, missing shingles, old roof, whatever the case may be, Chris can get your roof covered at no out-of-pocket cost to you, even if your insurance has denied you the first door around. He knows how to get insurance companies to move. It's what he does every single day. So maybe your insurance company says, yeah, we'll repair it. We're not going to replace it. Uh Uh-uh. Call Chris. 487-7096 is the number. He'll come out there, see what's up. Very likely get you a brand-new roof at no added pocket cost to you. That simple. All you got to do is call him. 487-7096. I swear by him, does amazing work. In Memphis, it's McCulley Roofing and Renovations. Hey, Brad, we have a. Uh, I hope you didn't think that just because we're not we weren't doing a regular Memphis Madness that we're not going to have a performer.
3: Oh, oh we're going to have a. The, well, the, the the students that show up, I guess we'll see this.
2: the the student uh, The student Madness yes. is going to have a. Uh, Who is the performer? It's it. This isn't. This is an area. This is a time where I recognize how I'm how old I'm getting. Oh, no. Because I'm not nearly – I've heard the name, but I'm not nearly as familiar with, with his with his uh, work. Body of work. With his game. Mm. Big Boogie is going to be performing at Student Madness. Big Boogie? I think it's this week. I think it's Thursday. Okay. Uh, big, I know he's a Memphis guy. I know he's a Memphis rapper. Is it
3: clean? I should, I should look this up here. I highly doubt it's clean. Clean. I'll put clean in, in the – But assert. see, like I, – I, Pop I, Out I, is apparently one of his hits.
2: Yeah, like I'm just not um, up on the next generation – of Memphis rappers, man. Like the, I think it sort of stopped for me mm-hmm. at um. Big dude. Big Boog. This is Big Boog? This is Big Boog Big Boogies pop out. Okay, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely the Memphis sound for sure. Okay, Big
0: Boogie.
2: Okay, I think I've heard this. I don't like it. I think I've heard this. Like, like uh, I would say, like the young Memphis rapper that I rock with the most right now is going to be uh, Key Glock. Oh yeah, I
3: like I like Key Glock.
2: But that's about where sort of the that's the absolute cutoff, right? Like if it gets any more new generation than Key Glock, I don't know it. I don't. There's another. There's another. um, Man, there's so many Memphis. (laughs) Is Memphis still cranking out the rappers? Oh, dude, we're more than ever. Like we're at we're at an all time like a zenith right now. Yes, bro. Like we have uh, we have so many that. that's cool they pulled Big Boogie, though. I wonder if,
3: you know, if there's a talent fee for that. or Oh, there's a talent fee. So they got a
2: budget for this thing, at least for the students. That's I mean, cool. I'm sure they probably are going to pay him five grand is my guess. Like, they just show not up, play a couple of songs. Oh, yeah, it's not nearly the production, you know. Yeah, but lower... I mean, think about it five grand for a couple of songs, bro. It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it's pretty
3: good. Dope. I mean, don't I, I don't, I don't,
2: I don't know what uh, what your hourly is, but no, it ain't that. <laughs> it ain't that, bro. It's uh, I bet one hour one hour work for five k. My month is uh, is what they're going to do there for uh, for for damn uh, big boogie. There's like you know, like I guess last year they had uh, or the last time they had Memphis yeah. Madness. Last year was the outside one, right? Yeah, last <laughs> they had it outside. Yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm trying to think of, like, the because the, I always remember, like, Jeff tweeting about them. And, yeah. and like, he'll, he'll he'll text me, and he'll ask, who is this person? Did, and i be like, I, brought, I don't even have a good answer for you. Isn't that the bit that you and Jeff, when you, when you started here, you used to do Jeff raps? Yeah, he and, would, like, he, yes. He, he would and have. And you'd, like,
3: give him lyric sheets from the rappers that would be at Madness? Yes, And yes. he would read, like, he'd, like...
2: Give, give it to you He would he would read the lyrics Right uh, Big homie G See don't know him uh, mm. Big You know Big Moochie Grape And unfamiliar with Moochie Gray's work well, No grape big, Grape Big, oh. and, and big Moochie, Moochie Grape Moochie, Big Moochie Grape He got Big Grape big, He apparently has Big Grape All right, I, I mean That's a cool name I'm, I'm, I, I don't know I'm unfamiliar with Grape's work Like Duke Deuce Don't know Black youngster, I know. I've Big 30 couldn't name you a song. Yeah. Finesse, two times, I know the one guys. song. Oh. Big Scar, no. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Those that those, you yeah. know, I, I just that next generation, man. I just no. I'm too old now. No, 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 Glorilla. Big fan. I know Glorilla. Yeah. Big fan of uh, Glorilla. But anyway, uh yeah, people are telling me that I mean, Big Boogie sounds good. He sounds like he's, he's proper. Yeah, he's I mean, good. I just don't I just don't, you know. Again, no. I don't like I, it's hard to drive around with my kid in the car, taking her to school, and and uh and put on Big Boogie, she gets in the car and she the the thing it's amazing what she does. She's so smart. <laughs> the, the, the comments below that. Oh, she, your daughter is getting into the music now? Oh no 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 God no we can't let her hear this. But she'll uh, she'll get in the car with me and she'll say uh oh, which is the Frozen right. two song uh yeah. Into the Unknown. That's, That's the cool song she though. always That's wants to hear. That's a great stage when they get into the music, John. Like and it's funny like she'll. <laughs> I won't put it on, and she'll be in the back, and I'll kind of be zoned out, and I'll hear her going, "Oh," uh, uh, and uh-huh. I'm, and then she'll say, "Daddy," and I'm like, "Yes, Riley." Oh, uh, 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 okay. She you wants wanna, the music. You want to hear? Okay, my bad, my <laughs> bad, Daddy gotcha, no worries. Uh, so anyway, no, it will not be Frozen Two at Student Madness. It will the, be Big Boogie. The
3: funniest thing—I'm I'm playing this through YouTube—the clean version of Pop Out by Big Boogie—is the comments below this. It says, "I said that straight gangster, he raw with it. This song
2: is harder than my dad's belt." Wow, <laughs> that's awesome. I it's, it's just they like it. Okay, I mean, he's look, Memphis knows what it's doing. I mean, they they um, you know they know who the kid you know. I'm sure uh, whoever's. Uh, and char- I don't think that's Laird Veach coming you up. I don't think with Laird the, Beach uh, is making the call on uh, Big Boogie? I was like, hey, why don't we have uh Big Boogie come on in? No, I don't think that's uh <laughs> don't I don't think that's Laird's did, call. So Like if Laird goes, Well, we have to get to Big Boogie. I don't I uh, don't think so. Um, but uh, if you were wondering whether whether or not there's gonna be a uh the a, a Grizzlies performer. usually roll out pretty high end
3: performers for those opens,
2: though. Yeah, they'll They're have somebody like that. this. They'll have like Key Club or something they'll like that. They'll get a big yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um also, interestingly enough, um, Memphis basketball calling it shot as they should. Uh they had they had like this like new video out today that just, you know, whatever, talking about the season as practices and starting and stuff. And uh they've they've already photoshopped two thousand twenty three two thousand twenty four on the wall for NCAA tournament appearances. Yes, they've already. Wow. But they didn't they didn't photoshop it for final 4 though. They just did tournament appearance. I say, you know, if you're going to do that, right? If you're going if you're going right. to call your shot, why not just go all the way? Why not just photoshop the NCAA final 4 appearances on the wall and put 2024 up
3: there, dog? A Little behind the music this week at our radio station, the boss was rummaging through Parrish's old office. Okay. And found the thing you see at the end of the hall, which is the 2008 2008- yes. It's a yes. fake, it's a replica of it the is. banner itself, yes. which on there it says, finalist, final. That's right. Is that what it says? It says 2008
2: finalist. Yeah, the, like. Yeah. exactly. Final four runner-up, so whatever. They had to take that down at the forum, but we have a replica up in our office. We do. We have it, and now it hangs on the wall. Just to remind us of the glory days,
3: you know, uh, every I feel good day. about it, though, when I see it every morning when we walk in here. Like, it gives me a little something. I feel something.
2: It 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 makes me wistful, really. It, it makes me remember how long it's been since. So Memphis what were you was doing that. in two thousand eight? Uh, you remember? Yeah, I remember. I mean, I, you know, look, I, I mean, was. You don't have to get too specific. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I was. You know, I was just a little punk. I was just a little 16-, 17 year old punk. So we're a white station at this point. Memphis basketball. Oh, yeah. yeah, man. i and you you're
3: know, so young still.
2: Yeah, I was. But I but I was all in. Right. I was that was in heyday. Like I was like. Yeah. You know, because it was funny. Like even back then. It's interesting to sort of reflect on this now. Like even back then, most of my peers were not Memphis basketball fans. You know what I mean? Like there were some, right. there were, but like there weren't that many. I just don't remember that many diehards at White Station that were like Tiger basketball crazy. You really? know what I mean? Even yeah, in like, those big days. Yeah, like I don't. I did not have. I'm surprised uh, at that. It was always, you know. It, you know, and I think the sort of tracks, it was always sort of the you know older people. Right. It was always like, you know, my neighbors. And like, you know, they were... But they were younger then even, you know? Oh, like yeah. Those they, people oh, exactly, yeah. 40, yeah. They're like my they, age. They were in their 40s and 50s, right. you know? And, and I was, you know, 16, 17 years old. I mean, I was I was definitely... Like, again, I have friends that went, to, went there and support the athletic program that have football season tickets or whatever. But just sort of reflecting back on that, you know, again, that's my experience. I'm not right. sitting here saying that there weren't, you know but it just it it wasn't it wasn't all the way like right. you had your again you had your your bandwagon fans that were like oh Memphis is in the final four I'm uh, they're making a big tournament run but yeah. you know I was the only 16 year old I knew that was kicking in bathroom doors after losses to Texas yes. you know that happened
3: well th- this is one of the things that I bring up with Memphis Tiger fans and and by the way I love both teams a lot we kept seeing saying this on the air while the stadium thing was going on but, it still is going on by the way <sighs> Like let go a little bit, folks, because the reality is, once you get a pro team, you're a pro town. Exactly. Okay? That's 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 it. I, in fact, I told my I told Dan this. I said, after a while, especially when I got the job here at the sports station, and he gave me the opportunity to work here, like I, I would consider. And I, people are going to go, that'd be great if you move, Carson. But like I would consider like my existence a little bit if the Grizzlies weren't here. Is that oh, am I am I alone in that? Absolutely not. Everybody should. Like, it makes you feel di- – and the Tigers are huge. Uh, 2008 happened, all right? But, like, it makes you sort of go – life. Kind of, it kind of would make me su-
2: – it would kind of suck. Well, I mean, it's – it's, again, it's, it's sort of your arrival and your status, you know, just as a, as a city because the Grizzlies come with, you know, corporate sponsors and they, they, they come with stardom. And, they, again, they're your only chance to win a, a world title. You know, I mean, we do call it a world title. It's, in it's the there NBA. for
3: you if somehow you're one of thirty.
2: Right. I mean, yeah. You're uh, one of thirty, and and Memphis is one of 120 in football, and really they're they're not. I mean, if we're going to be brutally honest it's, about that's it, That's fair. And Memphis basketball is one of 300. You know, uh, it's very. It's a lot harder. I don't want to like blow you away with the math here, it's a lot harder to win a championship when you're one of 300 that's versus right. one of 30. You know, I mean, it's just very difficult. Memphis basketball can win a title. Uh, I mean, that's that's possible. They were two minutes away from doing that. I mean, that, that, that happened. But when I talk about, when we talk about when we have these conversations about, you know, uh, who gets what, it's never about Memphis basketball, you know. It's, it's not personal. It's directly about, you know, what we think Memphis football can be. Right. You know, in the context and framework of, you know, this new environment, and you know, it, it's a it's a tough sell for me. Not you know, not that we were necessarily trying to go this way, but I mean, it is it is happening. Um, but I I do think if you really just boil it down, uh, I think it's a hard thing to accept. But I think people do accept it at the end of the day. Yeah. Like yeah. they they accept that if the Grizzlies ever left for whatever reason, and Zach Kleiman said yesterday, you know. Um, that that the Grizzlies are happy as far as he knows, right? Yeah, if they ever left, it's an existential crisis. Um, I would agree with that. It just is. I mean, and 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 again, the Tigers aren't going anywhere, right? That football right. program is going to be the same experience for you and your family, whether or not they play in the in in the Liberty Bowl that is today or a completely different stadium, right? This is just true. Like, the experience is what the experience is. And I love it, and I think it's great. And I had a blast with my family this weekend, and I had a blast with my friends when I went for the Navy game, and I'm planning to go to the Tulane game. Like, buddy, I am I am there, and I am all about it. And I think it has a place, and I think it it, it, um, it, it is something that enriches the experience. It's it's a lot of fun. It can be a lot of fun, right, when it's doing well. And objectively, by the way, they're 4-1. They're doing well. You know, yes. um, it, it, I don't really think you could have asked for much better than what this team has done so far this year. They were underdogs. To, they've won every game that they were a favorite in, and they've lost every game they were an underdog in. That's what you would expect. We'll see next Friday, you know, what they can do. That's going to be, obviously, the game of the season for them. Um, so I think, th- I think like, we have to get to a place, and I do think that is a, that is a maturation, too, of a pro sports town is where, we we can have it all. I mean right, there there are right. I mean how many how many pro cities are there in, in America that have major league baseball, NBA, NFL? There are a lot. Yeah. And they and they and they find a way. And they're massive
3: way, su- cities. And yeah. they and they
2: find a way to yeah. exist without pitting the one against the other. Yep. Right. Like mm-hmm. you don't I, I don't think they're having conversations in New York City about, oh well the Knicks they have this and the Giants have you know, like it's just they're not They're not in Boston either. It's right. It's it's you know, and I get it. We're we're unique in that sense that you know, you have a you have a city, that, a university that's outside of the power structure that has a building that is owned by the city. where yeah. they, both programs sure. play. Um, but you know, I think at the end of the day, when it comes to you know this pro th- pro, pro team, you have to do what you have to do. To uh, I, de-
3: I do. B- before we move it. on, I will say, I think this station treats the Tigers like a pro team, though. Well,
2: they they are definitely covered. Like a pro team, we cover them like a pro team because they're our second pro franchise. In a I way. mean, yeah, like I, I look at them, you know, uh, I, I, mean, I don't know what the sort of hierarchy is in Chicago, but you probably have the Bears and then you probably have the Cubs, right. you know, that's it. Uh, and, and I would say that's sort of the way that this is treated, um, because I there is a massive interest in this city in the, in the University of Memphis and what it's doing and and especially basketball, right? That's a that's a that's part of the DNA as well. I mean, it just is. It it hasn't been what it probably should have been the last fifteen years after the after that beautiful uh, appearance in the final four. But I think it's getting healthier. I think it's getting back there. And yeah, I don't apologize for that. It does matter. Um, and I and I do think in terms of, you know, I mean Penny Hardaway. I mean, they're they're turning pros out. You know, they're going to the NCAA tournament. You know, they've made they made the second round two years ago. I mean, they're they're on the verge of a breakthrough here in terms of what they're tracking to, they were a bad call away last year from going to the Sweet 16. I truly believe that. And then you get Tennessee in the Sweet 16. You never know what could happen there. I mean, it, it, and even just a Sweet 16 is enough at this point, right? Like, that's all people want to see. Get back to the second weekend, okay? Justify. Yep. get, Be relevant again, which is if you're in the Sweet 16, you're an incredibly relevant basketball team. And look, I, I I think that is and should be the expectation for this team uh, this year. Uh, they don't have DeAndre Williams. Maybe we adjust that. Um, and there have been sort of reports about uh, that. Is he in or is he out? The, the ruling. Yeah. So uh, this burner account, which is all the rage now uh, in 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 college basketball media for whatever stupid reason, Nickel Hardaway is the is the burner account. Right. Uh, they they reported that. DeAndre Williams' waiver was initially denied and that Memphis did send back in more paperwork and that one source says it looks good and others are, uh, you know. I hate social media.
3: I hate social media. Uh, I second that.
2: Like, I, I don't know why we, um, and I know this segment's been all over the place, but it's this is stuff I've been thinking about. I don't know why we are at a point now where we're just like, like that burner account is going to report that right? And they're going to put that out there without a name, without a face, without any identity. What it, it could be It could be my neighbor, you know? I don't know. And then you know what he's going to do? When I ignore it or I report it myself, he's going to complain and bitch and moan yeah. that he didn't this get the credit. This is old news. That he didn't get the credit.
3: Yeah, uh, it's ridiculous. It's,
2: Bro, it's where we're at, man. Who, who, who am I supposed I to credit here? I am I supposed to say as reported by Nickel Hardaway? No. I mean, you got to you got to be re- a little like realistic, about transparent. It. Like, it, like, you don't, I don't respect, okay. I'm just going to say, I don't respect, like, there, there are some guys that have a name for their account, right? That's one thing, you know, but, but going by an alias like Nickel Hardaway, or, uh, there's another guy on college basketball media and he gets stuff, right? But Trilly Donovan is his name. Uh, and it's just like, like you want to be taken seriously, you know. You want to be taken seriously, and I can't do that. Like I cannot. Oh, I don't. I cannot I don't with think a straight, alone there. Like if if you want me to take you seriously, right? Then put your name on it, because there's for me there's no repercussions if you're like this 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 report from Nigga Hardway, It and I'm like, look, you see how stupid that sounds? No, it's silly. It may be true. It may not be. No, that's right. If it's not true, there's no. It just there's no repercussions or uh, right.
3: transparency.
2: I mean, right. over the years, right? because let, let me just remind people over the years i have heard so many things okay you you can' not report it you can't even believe no i I'm, i've seen right? some of them that have that have been uh true in some cases and and ultimately proven to be untrue in other cases right and that's why I didn't report them and that's why because I don't know but if i if I was just some some uh candy ass out here some jabroni out here who had no care in the world about accountability, I could just pull up a, a burner account. I what, what could I call myself? Juan Carlos Navarro. Whatever. You're you a know? Germantown
3: Waterbugs name. Yeah, that.
2: whatever. Like, and I could yeah. just say what I'm here and I could build an audience that way, but that's yeah. not real. Yeah. Because that's not that's not that's not the way this it works. This is where we're at
3: in twenty three men.
2: I know I sound like a, no. a an old fogey here, man, but I to, to to anybody that is aspiring to do this job and to anybody that is aspiring to to, to have a platform um, use your name. Be who you are. That's hard. By the way, that's really hard. But don't, but don't try to be a newsbreaker, right? And your name is uh, uh, Patrick Ewing, or, or or whatever, and then come come singing to me because I didn't give you credit. You're mad you didn't get the credit. 100 why, wh- why? Why am I gonna do that? You know, Hakeem and Olajuwon yeah, on Twitter. Silly. Yeah, it's, it's just like. You, you 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 have to level here you know what i'm saying yeah. um but that's and, and that's why i think it goes back to like elon's giving all these guys you know uh you know verified account like you don't know what's real and what's not anymore um and i think it's only going to get worse from here um but yeah
3: so anyway Elon, that's- my that's my break reading i'm i'm reading his that biography that just came out about elon cuz this is where we're going you know elon oh, yeah. elon's tried to change the world and in the process we're we're dumber
2: yeah, I mean, we we don't well, I mean most people uh, don't don't know the difference between truth and fact anyway. And no. so now you're going to give people verified checks and let mm-hmm. them pretend to be other people. I mean, again, uh, if, if you're out here breaking news and you're right, I I I think that's great, but you really should put an identity to to the name. Yeah. Um because that, that it that is harder because when there are repercussions you know, and consequences for being it's wrong. It's you. It's right? you. Yeah, right. it, it, there's some actual value there. Like, anybody, right. anybody mm-hmm. can do that. Anybody can pretend to be somebody else or use an alias or, you know, a nickname or whatever and just throw stuff against the wall. And whether it sticks and whether it... Like, like bro, that is the easiest thing in the world. It's hard to put your own ass on the line. I did that. I, that that's how... I was having a conversation... With Mike Miller's son the other day, as a matter of fact, uh, Mab, who's now in yeah. he's in Vegas uh, in prep school, he goes he goes hey when does he committing, by the way soon uh, he well he's 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 doing a year in uh, uh, get, Vegas for prep. I got you yeah. oh he's got one more year
3: so he's got a yeah lot so he's it. Okay. he's yeah but gotcha. we'll right. see where that
2: goes but yep. he 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 sat down with me and he, and he he asked a genuine question and I thought it was it was fair he said Patty he said what gives you credibility. To talk about basketball he didn't mean that in like a a negative way he was curious he was like why do people listen to you and come to you you know for your opinions on basketball you didn't play it you didn't you weren't a pro you didn't play in high school he's like what made you and i said you know what that's a fair question and the reason why is because i made a name for myself via information i got information i got news whether it was austin nichols committing whether it was Cristillo's committing to Florida, whether it was uh, LaRon committing to, to Fuente. Fuente. AD hires like that, and and because I had to do that because I didn't, I didn't have the credibility right. just coming on here and spewing stuff, you know, and that is, you know, pe- people. Yeah. People who picked up today just think I'm just some uh, you know talking head that just showed up and started having opinions on things. And people, li- no, that's not how it works. I think
3: that's a really great answer, John, because we don't have that in 23.
2: That you, that's the difference between 10 years ago. Exactly, people that's the difference. People think I just sort of showed up and started like talking stuff. Right, not the case. I had to I had to familiarize myself with the landscape. I had to make those relationships. I had to break some news so that people, okay, he knows something clearly. What else is he saying? What else is, it? and, and you, can, you can agree with my opinions or you can disagree with my opinions. I don't, that doesn't bother me at all. Like, I believe me. If it did, I couldn't do this. I couldn't be here because all I ever hear about is, oh, well, you said this, 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 and you're so different. Whatever. But, but, but in order to have uh, weight and, 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 and cachet behind the opinion, I had to work to get the information first. I had to learn first so that I could teach later.
3: And now you're calling lines, man. You've you've even upped your game another right. level.
2: So that's what I would say to people. Um, and that was like, sort of like a journalism rant that nobody asked for. I I get that. But I do think there are a lot of young people out here trying to do this job and trying to get into this business and they think it's as easy as turning on a microphone and just saying, "Oh, I think the Giants are going to win tonight. I think the Tigers are going to I think the Tigers are going to beat Tulane tonight." It ain't even it ain't even the surface. You know, it ain't. You gotta not, earn it. You no. gotta earn it. Um, and so, anyway, that was a that was a rant. You never know. You never know where this show's gonna well, go.
3: Well, we it's been a different day.
2: It has. It <laughs> yeah. Was not prepared. Uh, you can't prepare. No. Uh, for this you situation, do it well. you know. You do it well. uh, we're gonna talk to Trista Crick uh, about the NBA, the moves that are going on there, the Grizzlies, little NFL, all that, and more on the other side. Stick around, Jason and John. How you trying to Call
0: from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Trista Crick is the host of BetMGM tonight. On Twitter, at Trista underscore Crick joins us every Tuesday. She joins us now. Did uh did Dame slide in the DMs and say goodbye?
0: He's not happy there. He's not happy there. You can see it on his face.
2: Oh, okay. It's one of you those to, deals.
0: You don't have to read the energy. You know, if you know how to read energy like me, it's a gift, actually. I've been honing it my whole life. I think it's uh, the fact that my mom was a hippie, and she raised me to feel auras. You know what I mean? I know yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. like, woo, we're getting a little woo-woo off the Tuesday. rip off the rip but off the rip rip I can just tell in his eyes they look like someone dimmed his soul
2: you think he's gonna miss his old thing
0: I think the old thing's still the side piece he's gonna live in portland from <laughs> may or june till September we know that
2: but can you have a can you have a successful new relationship if you're still you know what I'm saying fixated on the old thing i think that's a That's the fair question here.
0: He hasn't put his house on the market. We know that. Probably the kids are going to still stay in school in Portland, in the area, in Westland. Wow. We know that he said in his letter he wants to return back to Portland in a Blazers uniform, and hopefully by then, Blazers fans will forgive him for breaking their heart as well as his own. I thought
2: that was – I well, thought that was interesting.
0: Oh, so I cried. Yeah. I, thought, so I, I cried. I, I did. I legitimately cried reading that.
2: You you, you shed a tear.
0: Multiple tears. That had me crying in the club. I recorded a podcast yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. And I read that, and I couldn't get through reading that last little paragraph without just sobbing. Isn't
2: it interesting? I don't know why. Isn't it interesting, like, Hardly. the uh, the emotions that sports like uh just sort of put upon us
0: yeah we invest a lot into tribalism for people and teens that have no real connection to us except for the city that we live in or the school that we went to but that's that's inherently human john is us trying to find community wherever we can but i know dame on a personal level like i mentioned before and so i want to see i do want to see him happy i want to see him fulfill all the things that he has in life. I think a lot of Portland fans are going to be somewhat subway, you know, Milwaukee fans, much more than they would have been for Miami. A small market team has had trouble attracting free agents, got a player out of nowhere who ended up transforming the franchise and getting them a title. You know, it's just a lot easier, I think, to build around someone who's Six ten, six eleven, two hundred and sixty pounds, and can handle like he's a guard. I think you know it's a lot harder to attract people to someone like Dame in a city like Portland than it is to pair someone with Giannis. I uh,
2: I do think like <clears throat> just on that on that note, uh, I, you know, you talk, you talk about the connection that that, that guys Mary may not have. I do think you can have a real connection in a in a especially in a smaller market. You know, like it reminds me a little bit of uh like Marc Gasol with the Grizz, you know? Um mm-hmm. and really that, that whole core. That whole core of him and Mike and TA and and Zebo, you know, like that was that was a real connection. You know, you're here for you know, five, six, seven years. In the case of Mark, he was here since he was a kid, uh, with his, his older brother Pal as a Grizz, you know. Like, I do think it is it is possible more so for the small markets, and I'm gonna sort of use Portland as a small market example. Like, I think those are actually real, you know? And I think that's why you saw how emotional he was about it because it, it feels like you get to know those people better. And I think the people appreciate you more, you know, because they're not as used to, you know, great athletes coming through the city.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. And you talked about Miami and their entitlement, which they have. They've been able to get free agents like Braun and like Bosch and – He's like Jimmy Butler, and they always find a way to steal the girl, right? And maybe Pat Riley isn't interested in spending money anymore, and that's what Barry Jackson, who is one of the reporters from Miami, had to say. But listen, that's just not what happens in small towns and small markets where it just doesn't have the pop and vibe that a place like South Beach does. By the way, real quick, uh, Mark DeSalle is one of my favorite centers of all time.
2: Yeah, it feels like he was like, uh, he was the Joker before the Joker.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I grew up as a Portland Trailblazer fan, as you know, but Arvidas Sabonis reminded me a lot of, or Mark Gasol reminded me a lot of Arvidas Sabonis. No doubt, yep. That was uh, a player that was near and dear to my heart, and then to see Mark Gasol be a facilitator and an enforcer, and, you know, he was integral. In the Raptors getting their their ring, they, I think it was game two Nick Nurse schemes where Mark Gasol was the initiator of the offense, and there was just nothing that the Warriors could do with that.
2: yeah, it was the, it was it really was it was the perfect uh, it was the perfect sendoff, and I think that's you know ultimately, I know that's not where Dame wanted to go, but his chances of winning a title are vastly better in Milwaukee than they would be in Miami, right?
0: Oh, definitely. I I think you look at Miami's team overall and you're like, well, they've got Jimmy. And Jimmy's not young. Jimmy's older than Dame. Jimmy's a great player. But during the regular season, it was a slog. It was a slog to watch. It was a slog for them in the standings. They were one of the more injured teams. Kyle Lowry obviously would be going out, but he's been really tough to watch. Tyler Hero is sort of empty calories you lose Max Struess and you lose Gabe Vincent, which a lot of people like Bam Adebayo were trying to say, well, they're not meaningful pieces, but they were starters on a playoff team, right? And who knows what Caleb Martin is on a night-to-night basis. Maybe he is who he was in the playoffs, but that's a very thin roster. When you're, like, setting your stars or aligning your stars with Haywood Highsmith, uh, what, are we, what are we doing? Yeah. So, yep. Um, uh, uh, so yeah, and then I think that what's great for Dame is that he gets back with his former head coach and Terry Stotts. Terry Stotts joined the team just a couple of months ago, so he's now in a very familiar environment with a guy who was his coach for nine years.
2: I was just yeah, I was just a little surprised that uh, that fate wasn't on the farewell track there. Are, is it is it possible that fate gets on the uh, on the remix? Is that possible?
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I, I actually don't know if uh, what standing I have in in Dame's uh, life right now. Uh, probably not a very good one. Time heals, <laughs> Time heals all.
2: Time heals all.
0: I think so. I think so. And it did, you know, when you've maybe not crossed the line, but like maybe said some things that might have hurt someone's feelings. When you read uh, a message about, people who didn't go about this the right way of speaking on his name and you're reading that letter and you're like do i fall into that category or not even if that's ego and you're thinking you're being thought of and you're probably not it's not a good sign that that's where your mind goes we'll just say that
2: yeah i mean it it, you know in the end it, it happens you know i mean it just does like uh i used to i used to be you know I used to have a pr- really good relationship with a with a former Memphis basketball coach um, and I knew his wife and you know I, I and eventually you know what like they they started losing and they started stinking and I had nothing I had no choice but to uh to be honest about that you know um in my in my role in my and I think that's sort of the that it's easy to be buddy buddy and friends with people when they're doing well you know uh it it, it gets a lot harder in this industry Cause I mean, ultimately, we're human beings. We want we want to you know we want to have friends. We want to like be cordial and 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 be you know on good terms. But it's harder to do that when um when when challenges arise. And I think that, I don't I don't think you did anything like out of ba- maybe the dame you did because he sort of saw you in, in in a certain type of light. But in your mind, you were just being honest about the situation. And and th- I think that that's where it gets kind of testy at times.
0: Yeah, especially when you make jokes, right? Yep. Jokes are always funny when there's a grain of truth to them, unless you're the like the not the butt of the joke, but the the joke jokes topic, right? This is not. It's just maybe thought of in a different way. So I think his I think it's people are still cool. I got a DM from his guy from Adidas last night that said that he likes my comedic timing and humor, so maybe he can, you know, smooth things out and eventually everything will be all good.
2: We're talking to Trista Kirk, host of BetMGM Tonight here on the show. Okay, uh, Grizz Media Day was yesterday. Derek Rose is, like, spitting. He's, like, uh, you know, he's referencing Frank Sinatra. He's just so introspective now. Uh, the vibes are, you know, you, you sort of started this segment by energy. You know, you could you could feel energy. What sort of energy are you feeling across the way about these Grizzlies?
0: I think number one, there's a a surprise and delight that Jaw gets to be with the team for the entire twenty five game suspension. He's basically just like we'll just call him, he's getting like uh, you know, just out for what they call it, like um not playing due to personal reasons or whatever they say, right? Yep, like, yep. he's just going to be in street clothes, but he's practicing with the team. He's going to be doing every single thing that you would do except for stepping on that court. I don't know how that ended up happening. I think it's great for him to not be isolated. I think it's great for the team, for him to be ingratiated the entire time. And I think it's great vibes, right? You've got Derrick Rose is like, listen, I'm not here to be somebody snitch. You know, right. I'm not here to be a spy inside the organization in the locker room. Right. I'm here to keep this man accountable and and build a winning and keep up a winning culture. Marcus Smart said the same thing. I am not here to be my brother's keeper. Uh, I am here to play basketball and to help with winning games and for us to have a winning culture. So it felt like everybody was kind of on the same page as it relates to JAW, as it relates to how things should get done. It's exciting. Derrick Rose is, I mean, he's on the list, right? Like we talk about guys that are on the list within the league. You know, Terry Rosier on the list. Like Derrick Rose on the list. The Morris twins on the list. So to have a big brother that's like not a fake, One, but like a real one, for Jaw. Even if he's not a snitch, even if he's not you know reporting back to the organization, which you wouldn't want him to anyway, it's just good for Jaw to have someone to kind of use as like this is how you move.
2: I think that's exactly right, Um, and that's and I I again I I think we're just getting sort of getting caught up on what we're calling it. You know, we're sensitive to it's not it's not babysitter. It's just like yeah, it's like it's like God. The, The example that I've made and that I've sort of pointed to is like. If I have if I had problems in my job, you know, I don't go to somebody that's the same age as me. You know, I go to I go to you know somebody that's older than me, somebody that's you know been through maybe that exact same situation. And I'm like, yo, am I being am I being ridiculous here? How, how should I respond? How should I react? It's that's the kind of thing you're 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 looking for with there and, and like maybe he'll give you some you know playoff minutes in a pinch or something. I don't know, but you know, I think every young player and he you know he he still learned how to be a man. He still learned how to be a professional. You know, and, and I think that's the piece of it. Yeah, it's not, it's not like, oh, make sure he doesn't go do this, that, and the other. It's like, yo, help him through those situations if he needs it. And, and I think that's, right. that's a real
0: thing. Everybody needs someone to look towards as an example and someone to go to when you have to make hard decisions. And people that you respect. Derrick Rose is, was a, a MVP. He's an absolute bucket. He's the closest thing that Jaw has. To a, a, a blueprint of how he played: explosive, athletic, fearless, just cocky, incredible scorer. So for them two to be on the same team when you know Derrick Rose is sunsetting out, that's phenomenal.
2: Yeah, we're talking to Trista Crick, host of Bet MGM tonight here on the show. Catch it uh, on, on Twitch, on BetQL, wherever uh, you do get your podcast shows all of that. Um all right, what about uh what about the Lakers? You know, I hear I hear all about the Celtics and their moves. I hear all about the Bucks and their moves. And I I'm I'm sitting here and I'm seeing like LeBron's not talking about whether or not this is going to be his last year. And I'm just thinking, man, they were pretty damn good after they retooled their roster at the deadline. Um how how legit are the Lakers in your mind this year?
0: I would say they are I wouldn't call them like an absolute lock for the Western Conference Finals. But I would say that they added pieces that you can say, wow, this is a team with with incredible upside. We know what LeBron is. We know what Anthony Davis is when healthy. Do we really know what Cam Reddish can be? We know that he had so much potential both of his Duke teammates thought he was the best guy that played at Duke, right? You've got Gabe Vincent coming off of multiple finals appearances. Uh, what can he be in a new role? Rui Hachimura, we saw huge flashes from him in the playoffs. Can he continue to be that? Can he take another step? Because if he can, that's a dangerous piece. Austin Reeves, we know what he did in the Olympics. Is that who he's going to be moving forward, just taking another piece of improvement? From what he did last year on the team, which was, you know, being kind of their third dude. D'Angelo Russell, can he ever defend? Is he someone that you can play off the court? Is he going to have more consistent scoring in, instead of like a roller coaster? There's just a lot of. Jared Vanderbilt, incredible defender. Torian Prince, incredible defender, right? So, and then you've got Jalen Hood Shafino, very young guy who I loved at Indiana. Yep. And Matt Christie, who's a bucket as well. I, I so, love
2: him, man. You, I think there's value. he got a
0: lot of talent. I think there's a lot, a of, lot
2: of value on uh I've seen fourteen and a half to one to win it. And I just I mean not I they may mean not. You know what I'm saying? They may not, but I just feel like that kind of value I don't know what it is at, at, at BetMGM. I gotta check, but I mean you that is available out there. Like I just feel like that value is is incredibly hard to pass up with I mean it's LeBron James, it's the NBA, it's the Lakers, you know what I'm saying? Like this is this yeah. is this is what happens.
0: And I didn't even mention Christian Wood and Jackson Hayes who you know, Christian Wood, I don't know what the deal is. I've heard he's very difficult to deal with and yeah. his agent is difficult, but he's a bucket, right? He's he's just incredible down low and can be a backup, power forward and center for you. Jackson Hayes, same thing. Two guys just a lot of athleticism, a lot of talent, a lot of scoring and length on this team.
2: Yeah, I think uh I, I think they have uh all the ingredients Gabe Vincent, like you mentioned, like I just I I love the things they did at the margins here. They're gonna make them, you know, a real threat to win it. Um, all right, before we get you out of here, big one in the NFL. Cowboys, Niners, Niners up to minus four. Can the Cowboys wow. can they can they uh can they avenge last year's uh play? That that was a very close playoff game. Can they avenge it, Trista?
0: Yeah, I think it's there's no question that the Cowboys can go in there and get you know, give the Niners their very first loss. There's no question that they have the talent to do that. Defensively, they're playing really well in the secondary, at least last week, with Deron Bland filling in for Trayvon Diggs. In the secondary against the Cardinals, they were absolute cheek. They were buns. They were gross. Uh, Last week, they came out against the Patriots offense that we know is a little shaky, and they gave Belichick his worst loss in his entire career. The question really that I have is, how are they going to play? Which version of the Cowboys are we going to see? Are they going to be able to get pressure on Brock Purdy? That's everything. Are they going to be able to put pressure on the secondary? Is Dak going to be able to get the ball out on time? Because the Cardinals, when they came for Dak's ass, he looked horrible. Right. And the Cardinals shakily like or, or, or sneakily have the second-best pressure rate in the NFL, which is nuts. So what are the Niners going to do to Dak? You gotta establish the run early, you gotta get the ball to, to Tony Pollard and you know, catches out of the backfield, Dak has to use his legs. I absolutely think that the Cowboys can win. I like the plus four. But more importantly, this matchup doesn't mean anything to me until I see it in the playoffs because they've lost twice in a row to him. And, and my team, I'm not going to believe in being a real contender until they, they take out the Niners in the postseason.
2: Couldn't agree more. Trista, you're the best. Thank you for your time every week. Talk to you next week. No,
0: you're the best.
2: Mutual admiration club. Talk soon. Talk soon. She is Trista Crick. Bet MGM tonight. Uh, always enjoy having her on the show. Yeah, I mean, this is actually, funny enough, this is actually the same number of the uh, playoff game. Uh, I think that game was also in San Francisco, uh, and the number is the exact same. It was three and a half, got to four. I think it maybe got bought back a little bit at the end there, uh, back to three and a half, but it's identical, and I think that makes sense considering that the teams are mostly the same. Um, I I understand the allure there of a field goal uh, that you're basically getting with the Cowboys, uh, but I cannot do it. It's like you see a train. It's coming, right? And do you say, I'm going to step in front of that train? Or do you say, I'm going to just wait for the train to go by?
3: You Josh, can, you're, going to, you're going to wait for the train to go by? Josh is in here. Uh, one of the We were just talking, and um, he I said, well, what do you think, 49ers and Cowboys? He said the exact same thing. He's like, I just can't trust them.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, the, I, I actually would have really liked the Cowboys before the Trayvon Diggs injury. I really would have, but we saw sort of, you know, I have two sort of games that I'm going by here. New England is an absolute Charlie Foxtrot, all right? Like, that's a disaster of epic proportions. Mac Jones is the worst starter in the NFL. He's even worse than Daniel Jones. Um, So I'm throwing that out. Bill Belichick's mailing it in. He doesn't care anymore. Uh, The Cardinals pretty much got whatever they wanted on them a couple weeks ago. I mean, that was, you know, and they won the game. I mean, <laughs> they won the damn game. So I think that's the that's the issue there is now you're going back to the West Coast. Um, you know, that's a team in that division. You know, they're going to look at that film. And they're going to do the same things. They're going to do the same things, same exact things that the that the Arizona Cardinals did, and, and they're going to do it better. And they're going to play Dak tougher. Uh, and they're going to be in that backfield. You have offensive line injury concerns already. So I just don't. Uh, I just don't like the the spot here. I mean, maybe it could be different uh, if this game was in Dallas in a playoff situation. But right now, I just uh, I, I just do not have any interest in taking these Cowboys. If you told me I could get seven, all right, I'll take seven. But I can't take four. Just not uh, just not there. Anyway, thanks to Tristan Crick for joining us on the show. We'll come back, wrap this up. Jason and John, to am Eternity FM, ESPN. The Live Love Memphis Group at the Real Estate Agency is going to be your best friend because they're going to get you in the home of your dreams, and they're going to help you get the most money for your current home. That's what they do every single day. They've seen conditions in the, at their best. They've seen conditions at their worst. They've seen everything in between. They have experience. We've been talking all day about experience. Right, Whether it applies to the Grizzlies and how it applies to the Grizzlies, it applies in the real estate market as well. They know how to market your home, how to stage your home, how to make it look incredible. And it is incredible, but they'll make it look even better. And how to make you the most money for your home so that you can get in the home of your dreams. That's what they do every single day. So if you want to be the next testimonial, like so many have been, including my man Jason Smith, just reach out. Jennifer and her team are going to get with you. They're the best. I promise you, you'll love them. Sold at LiveLoveMemphis.com. Love, Com. ESPN uh, has an exercise up at ESPN.com of the best uh, 25 best teams in college basketball in the last 25 years. We're talking about D Rose and this banner that we hang in the hallway. Probably wondering where did they come in? Yes, indeed, they came in at number 14. The 2007-2008 Memphis Tigers came in at number 14, best college basketball teams of the last 25 years. They're at 14th, and I can make a case. Maybe they they they're, they should be higher, but I know they didn't win a title. So uh, I think that's probably the uh, that's the, that's the deal there um, it you know as, as to why they're not ranked higher? But yeah, man, I mean you, you start talking about that lineup, man. I D Rose, CDR, Antonio Anderson, Joey Dorsey, uh, you know Andre Allen, Sean Tiger coming off the bench. Woo-wee! And they are ranked higher than some champs. Just what were they the number at? Fourteenth. Who was number one? Uh, number 1 is going to be uh, the 98-99 UConn Huskies. Where'd UNLV run at, the, the 90 team? Did they make it? Yeah, of course they made it. Where were they? Uh, well, 25 years. Oh. So that wouldn't be... That, that we're would not be, in the window. Yeah, not in the window there. They would have yes. made it, I'm sure, but in yeah. the last 25 years. Yeah. 25 years. Yeah, so um, yeah. So Bunch they are of ahead teams. of some champs, though. They are ahead of Villanova, for example, of that 2017-18 eight, team that won a championship. They're ahead of, for example, your line-eye in yeah. 0405 they're ahead wow. of them they're at 16 was 16th. that the, Dar- the williams years uh, yep, yeah. yep yep they're ahead of the 2014 15 duke blue devils uh so i mean they you know it's kind of interesting to to see that uh even though there are some champs uh memphis is ranked higher memphis has been ranked higher uh in this espn article so i thought that was Kind of interesting. Um, Myron writes, the Tigers were minutes from winning a national title against Kansas, but lingering issues at the free throw line ended those dreams. Still Derrick Rose and Chris Douglas Roberts back, the squad that had won, that had lost just one game before facing the Jayhawks in the national championship. So there you go. That legacy still lives on, baby. We'll never, we'll never let it die here on this show. All right, it's going to do it for us today. Thanks to Trista Crick for joining us. Thanks to Raheem Palmer. Uh, and thanks to Jessica Benson for joining us on the show. Giannano and Jeffrey, you're up next. Don't miss it. For Jason I'm John, we're gone.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.